Hey, hey, my dear listener. Welcome to another episode of the Next Level Responsibility Podcast. I'm your host and transformational life coach, Garissa. And today I'm going to talk about one of the things I like to talk about most, which is about money. And why I want to talk about money is first, it was one of my biggest realizations and breakthroughs I had around money. And number two, most of the women are still struggling with money and they're still seen as needing to be taken care of, right? That's what our society tells us. We as women need to be taken care of rather than we taking a stand for ourselves and you know creating the financial abundance that we desire for ourselves so i have a list of things in front of me because i want to touch on some points on some of the milestones that i've been through uh hoping that it might resonate with you and it might help you on your journey Okay, so I'll start with a very simple question, and that is how much a month are you making right now? Do the math, write that number down, right? How much per month are you making? And are you happy with that number in front of you? Does it bring you joy? Does it bring you happiness does it make you thrive in your life does it support you in your life and if the if the answer is no then how much would you like to be earning in order to thrive what's that number what's the number for you and then this is a very deep question why are you not letting yourself thrive what is standing in the way for you to be making that that number right and so it's you are the only person who can actually answer these questions for you and i'm just giving those questions to you as um props to help you reach that level of awareness as to where you're holding yourself back and to what degree are you holding yourself back okay and i'll go through one of my blocks that i was working from one of my limiting beliefs that i had about money and that was making money takes a toll on my health and well-being because i thought that money is very hard to come by and i had to sacrifice myself in the process and even though I was raised to believe that I need to be financially savvy and independent and, you know, make my own money, I always had the hope to find someone who would be looking after me. And that is not something that has been taught in my home 
while I was growing up, but that is something I guess I picked up from society. And let me tell you, Cinderella was my, <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite story. So there you go. Yeah, we as women want to be saved and want to be looked after like little girls, right? And we can still nourish like that spirit of little girl and we can still step into that greatness of ours which means looking after ourselves and providing for ourselves big time i truly believe that and um, i realize that i can make the process of making money be easy and effortless especially when i love what i do and loving what you do is I know this can be a surprising thing, but it is a choice in most cases. Even if you're, you know, many, many women say to me, but, you know, I have this corporate job and I don't love it. You can still find your level of contribution in that job. And you can still find parts of the job that really fulfill you, right? Maybe you don't like, um, it's... Let me say it this way. It's it's so much easier to be discerning about the things that you love and you don't love about your job, you know, because it's so easy to just put it in the basket of I don't love my job. But actually, you can see that your job, if you make the effort, right, and the time, you can see that your job is providing you with so much in your life right now, right, with resources, to have food on the table, to be experiencing different things that you wish to experience. Like, it does a lot for you. And also, I'm assuming that since you're having that job, you are very much aligned. Your skills and capabilities are aligned with what you're doing and you haven't even recognized it, right? You're taking it for granted. And I'm sure that people from outside of you, from, I mean, looking you, looking at your life from outside, would say, like, would, would give everything to have your job, right? So sometimes it just need, you know, people need clarity to crystallize what is it that they don't like. And I'm not saying you have to like everything about your job. But you can accept things as they are, even if you don't like them. I don't like that I cannot travel right now. I mean, I can in Australia, within Australia, but I want to have international travels and I cannot. And I have accepted that. I have fought that for so long, but I have accepted that. Okay, so you don't have to like something to accept it. But once you... So getting back to my point, once you turn the focus and you see your job through the lens of gratitude instead of seeing it with resentment and what is it taking of you instead of what is it giving you, that is what you're choosing, whether you're conscious of it or not, right? 
So please be mindful of where you're keeping your energy and your attention because the universe is, you know, is very, <laughs> one of my mentors said that and I love it, it's merciless. When it comes to fulfilling your wishes or your dreams, it's whatever, where you're holding your attention. So whether it's on what you don't have or on what you do have, the universe sees it as your prayer to the universe. And it says, okay, I'll give you more of this because this is what you're praying for, right? And most of our behaviors are on autopilot, so we don't even question them. They're just being like planted in our brains from very young age and we're just running the program on autopilot we don't even sit with the thoughts and with with how we're feeling right we just go with it go through life without even being aware what we're what we're praying for but you listening to this podcast tells me that you have started questioning you know the status quo and started to go deeper with you know, what you want to create and be more intentional about how you want to create it. That is amazing. So one of my, one of my biggest lessons was to be discerning about my investments. So I have never been in debt, uh, but I had a moment when I moved to Australia, I was spending money like crazy I was spending a lot of my saved money on courses programs you know coaches mentors and I'm not saying so looking backwards it's a each and every program that I invested in moved me forward even if it was even if it was a slight change right it kept me going it gave me that hope and that faith that i'm on the right path and i will find my way eventually but at this point i'm very very discerning about the investments that i make and i invest in people instead of doing the courses and programs where i have to learn something that I'm not really interested in learning, right? So this is more, this is something that relates more to my business than to my personal growth because, you know, I uh, I used to invest in programs, for example, in sales and marketing, and I didn't necessarily want to do that. And so I had to go through the program and learn it by myself. So now I hire people to do that for me. And I'm and when it comes to my personal growth, you know, of course, it's it's up to me. It's 100% dependent on me. I take full responsibility for that. So I cannot outsource that and I don't want to. <laughs> it's my path, right? But yeah, if if I can I always look at what's the next thing that can move the needle for me. And I invest in that thing instead of investing in 10 things and not really, not really knowing what is making the difference. Yeah, so 
That's what I wanted to say. I'm very, very discerning about my money now. Also, having reverence for your money, how much you respect your money. You know, I, I make this analogy when it comes to money and dating because it's so, to me, I can see very easily that analogy. I'm not, you know, I don't know if, if it resonates for you as well. But when I make that analogy of if you're needy, and if you want money, or if you're needy and you just need someone to be with you because you cannot stand your loneliness or your emptiness or whatever it is that's driving you to have that, to like to get into your next relationship, then the person can sniff out your neediness and your desperation. And it's the same thing about money. You know, if you want money, if you need money, then what you're saying to the universe is, I don't have it. And so the prayer to the universe is, I don't have money, please not let me have money, right? And so the universe, okay, I hear you. You don't, you don't have money, so there you cannot, you can have some, you cannot have some more money, how, how do you say, however you say that. You get what I'm saying. So... Another thing I wanted to say, uh, let me get back to the, yeah, the reverence about money. So in the same vein, when you have a partner, you are still in that energy of, you know, you don't go into neediness or desperation, but you still hold that gratitude for the partner, right? And still have that reverence and deep respect for your partner. So the same with money. You're not sitting in the energy of needing money and wanting money, but you still need to respect your money and take good care of your money, right? Be discerning about your choices. Another great point, and this is so true, this has been so true in my life, is you have to feel rich before you become rich. So how do you do that? Start to recognize all the things that you have around you. Start to uh, take inventory of all the abundance that's around you and that you're just taking for granted. Because the, the nature in itself is abundant. But if your focus is on lack and on what you don't have, then you cannot recognize the abundance that's all around you. So start to shift your focus and start to, you know, open up your mind to the idea that you live in an abundant universe and that you are abundant, that you have so much resources, so much things and so much love and people around you that care and support you, right? Sit with it. And... I have two more things I want to touch on and they're very, very critical, I would say. <sighs> they're quite deep as well. So the goal is not about the goal, you know. If you want to have money, it's not about the money. It's about how you want to feel when you have that money. And I want you to hear me well now that feeling that you're craving 
is available for you to fill it today. Okay? You can, you can tap into that feeling today. And you can start cultivating the sense of abundance and peace and well-being in your life. And another point I wanted to make is how you feel now is how you'll feel when you have money. So if you feel sad, depressed, don't you think that when you have the money, everything will be solved? Do you think that that will be the case? No. You will... And that is what trips most of the people up because they think that something outside of themselves can fix something that is internal, right? So if you, if you really understand that, you will start to pay attention to how you're feeling today and looking for ways to feel better. And I've given you a couple of, you know, things to play with and to experiment with so that you can start feeling better today right so when you have the money it will add to your wellness and to your well-being instead of you looking for something outside of you to fix you because that's not how it goes that is some that is creating codependent relationship and it's working backwards right so the money can just add to your well-being it cannot fix you I want you to sit with that. Okay, so I'll end it at that. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I would love for you to share it with your friends and family and whomever needs to hear this. I will catch you on the next episode. Take care. Bye.